Who day who everyone? I uh I don't know about this one. I don't know if I should do this one in my current state or if this is exactly the state that I need to do this in. Um I'm struggling really bad. Um I guess we'll just get into why. Uh, if you have not heard before, and I don't think too many people that would listen to my show wouldn't have would not have heard this. Twenty-two veterans a day commit suicide. The mental health of the mental health resources for veterans are pathetic. And as I'm learning, the mental health resources in the civilian world aren't much better. I called on Tuesday to Monday or Tuesday. I don't even remember. It was Monday or Tuesday. Early in the week. Um, I'm recording this on 6-5. It'll probably go out after the weekend. I don't want to put out too many episodes too quick. But I, re- I called the suicide hotline through the VA because there isn't a phone number to call if you're just like, hey, I need help, but I'm not going to kill myself or hurt someone. So once uh, once I got through, um, shout out to Sprint for dropping my calls and for nothing working correctly. Uh, you're awesome, Sprint. You definitely should keep fucking up and uh, making it so I don't have any contact with the outside world while we're still on lockdown. Um, so I called the suicide hotline and they said, well, we need you to go into the ER at the VA. I'm not doing that. I'm not letting them commit me because I will probably kill myself there. Nothing sounds more terrible that to me than being locked in a hospital. And I can tell you that right now to anyone listening, if they ever put me, if they ever commit me, understand they are trying to kill me because that's what will happen. Um, so she's like, well, we can, we can try to have a psychiatrist call you. It could be up to two days. It's like, well, that's lovely. But sure, let's do that. I talked to the psychiatrist, who actually did get back to me later that day. It was it took six hours, but she eventually got back to me. And she said, well, <coughs> legally they can't commit you unless you ask them to, or unless you say that you are suicidal or homicidal. So I... <sighs> I decided to go in. I arrived around two, something like 2.30. Took me about an hour to be seen because the emergency room at the VA is very slow. I don't even know why they did all, like they did all the normal onboarding where they're like checking my vitals and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm here to see a psychiatrist. That's it. But whatever. So I finally, after waiting in the room for 15 minutes, 
the psychiatrist comes. And here's the the bright spot of the story. The psychiatrist was wonderful. Very, very nice man. Very understanding. Um, he had treated me like a human. Sort of the nurse. The nurse that was... So the nurse from the... Uh, psychiatric department that came in was also really cool. Um, and then they sent me to uh, go get my medications that they prescribed. And here's where we go back to the bed because at 4:10, I pulled up to the drive through pharmacy and it wasn't a drive through pharmacy. It was like where you would typically go into the VA. Uh, there's, like parking spots around there now because they're doing a lot of work and the, the hospital's mostly shut down for COVID. So I pull up and I wait. And the sign says at 4.30, the pharmacy closes. And I wait like I'm supposed to until 4.50 when I decide, well, they're clearly not going to bring my stuff out considering that they're all gone. So fuck me, I guess. Now, on top of this, I had been trying to talk to my primary care doctor because I've been having physical symptoms that I'm not sure if it's from my anxiety or my diabetes or any of the other problems I have. Shit. I mean, those things work together often, so could be both. So... Um, I'm fighting trying to get that appointment to go through because they were supposed to call me last week. And when they called, they hung up and then never called me back and didn't answer when I called them. So I now had two appointments that I wasn't getting. Finally, I was able to speak to my actual provider yesterday uh, who And they're mailing me some medication to help my stomach. We'll see how it works. Um, and that guy's always been nice. Like, I have no problems with him. I think he's a little unimaginative, but he's a doctor for the VA. That means he's a student. I'm not going to beat him up for being basically a, a student doctor. Um, when I... Finally, after three days of phone or two days of phone tag, because Sprint is fucking god awful, I was able to speak today to someone in the community care network, which is where the VA will send a veteran out into the private sector with an authorization for treatment, and then the VA will repay the provider later. Um, it's actually the field I work in. So I know how the process works pretty well. What I didn't know is that when you get a consult and then go to try to get mental health help, it's going to take weeks. The person I spoke to on the phone told me, well, I've got you on the list and the people who assign patients to doctors meet every Friday in the morning. So it'll be next Friday. They'll meet and they'll decide what to do with you. 
hopefully that means that you'll get a appointment for later in for late in the week after but more likely it's going to be 2 to 3 weeks i am desperate enough to go to the va for mental health help and they want me to wait 3 weeks I I don't know what I'm going to be in three weeks. Maybe the lockdowns all lift because COVID's dead in the water. Like no one's paying attention to that right now, but they they conveniently have stopped talking about COVID to talk about the riots because COVID isn't like the, the infection rates are way down. The virus is a lot weaker. Um, Aaron actually explained on our podcast on what was that? Like six, two. Yeah. The podcast on six, two, she actually talked about why the virus is losing steam. It's really good. Um, so maybe in three weeks, all the factors that are contributing to my mental health being terrible right now will be gone. And um, I wouldn't even want them to. If like, there's a part of me that wonders if I would have said that I was suicidal, what would they have done? Would I still be getting this runaround? Would they have just committed me and um, patted themselves on the back? I. This is terrible. I f- like I I understand logically. I'm I'm unhealthy, but it's not that bad. Emotionally and psychologically. I feel like I'm dying. This sucks. I don't know if I'm going to make three weeks. This is why there are 22 veteran suicides every day. Because even when we try to get help, this is what we get. Government sucks at everything. There are no exceptions. They are terrible. You know what my wife uses? And I can't because we can't afford for both of us to do this. She's on that Better Health app. Do you know how much money we would save as a country? If instead of having to deal with VA mental health, the VA just took a veteran who was having mental health issues and said, here's a, here's a better health subscription. Just go talk to them. And if they prescribe drugs, just have them do it. Like we're going to make this special app where um, you like they get paid from the app so that you don't have to worry about it. And we don't have to file claims be- so they won't need to do all the insurance nonsense. You just 
go deal with them. If they prescribe medication, then it will come from our pharmacy. We will mail it to you or you can come pick it up like we do now. And then you have a couple of VA psychiatrists whose job it is just to make sure that the system is running the way it's supposed to. Save, save tons of money. My wife gets to have a, like an hour video chat with her therapist every week and she can text her therapist. Be like, hey, I'm having a bad day. This is what I've tried. I don't know what else to do. And therapists can be like, hey, maybe uh, go do some yoga. Go um, drink some tea. Come into the office and uh, talk to me here. You know, I would I would want a a uh, therapist that was hopefully a little closer that I could, in a pinch, go in and just be seen. But I, you know, I podcast. I'm on video all the time. That that doesn't bother me either. And I know I'm not the only one. When I was talking to the psychiatrist in the ER, I'm like, I, you know, I feel like other people have it so much worse than me. I don't know why this is such a problem for me when other people are dealing with some of these issues, you know, and, and those issues are affecting them way more. And, he, and he's like, yeah, and, and all those people are here already. Um, the VA... Uh, uh, you know, we're having an influx of people who are struggling to deal with this. And this so, and this is going to be a little off topic, but I really like, I'm hurting. And so I feel like I need to say this. If you were one of those people who was running around telling everyone that everything needed to be locked down during COVID and telling everyone that they were murderers if they were going out without a mask and blah, blah, blah. Eat shit and die. You contributed to a mental health crisis in this country. I am not the only one. Our mental health facilities were already stretched to breaking. And you made it worse with your bullshit and your fear mongering about a virus that was never as bad as they said it was. We shut down our worldwide economy for a virus that actually had like a .007 or something fatality rate. And everyone's talking about, well, the second wave. The second wave already happened. What we're seeing what we're seeing the end of right now is the end of the second wave. The first wave was back in like November. But again, government sucks at everything. 
either they didn't know that or they were willing to lie about it. I I don't have patience anymore for people who support tyranny. And make no mistake, supporting any part of this government lockdown was supporting tyranny. People will die because of you. All those times that I got screamed at, even though I was actually staying in my house because I'm kind of a homebody anyway. All those times I got screamed at for saying that we shouldn't be shutting down the economy because more people would probably die from that. And I got called a murderer. Fuck you. People are dying from mental health episodes because of you. Fuck you. A buddy of mine, um, his dad committed suicide. I'm not going to name him. Um, but his dad committed suicide because when it's already dark and someone tells you you have to stay inside your house and you can't find those moments of joy anymore and it's just the darkness... Do we wonder what happens next? I don't, I don't have, I don't have it in me right now to, to say half measures. I don't have it in me anymore to say, well, I mean, these people were just, they were convinced by a, a shitty news media and it's not their fault. No, no, no. The information was out there. And it was being flagged on Facebook as fake news. So by the way, Facebook, be glad I'm not president because I would be charging you for accomplice to murder. People are going to die and have died because you put in misinformation out and when people tried to correct you, you told them it was fake news and deleted their posts and their profiles. You are part of this and when the government comes for you, I will not stand and defend you. You deserve it. You deserve worse than what they are going to do to you. You deserve to be taken out into the street and beaten publicly for your role in the deaths that will happen because of what you did on your platform. News media, twice as bad.
CNN especially, I hope, I hope that at some point the protesters get in there and drag all of you out in the street and cane you. You deserve it. People will die because of you. People have died because of you. And it's not just COVID. You sent us to war in Iraq because of your lies. You got us involved in Syria because of your lies. You are murderers. And there is no level of hell deep enough for you. Eat shit and die.